With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. It's a confidence show, particularly when we're joined by at the Frank Isola. You can watch him on ESPN's Around the Horn, sometimes PTI as well. The Athletics, where you can read him and you can listen to him at SiriusXM and here every single Thursday morning. Frank, uh, Garrett Cole, pretty good holiday season already. Were you surprised <laughs> the Yankees went out and were willing to spend that kind of money on him, or did you kind of anticipate it? Yeah, honestly, I really thought that you know, Scott Barth was just kind of leveraging the Yankees. I really thought he was going to end up back in California. I knew that he had grown up a Yankee fan and all this other stuff. I just didn't think he was going to make the move to New York. I mean, nine years is completely nuts. But, you know, I I went back and looked at it. When CC Sabathia signed, it was crazy back then. It was seven years, $161 million. Listen, if they win one World Series, I think it'll be worth it. If they don't win one World Series, then the, then the signing won't be worth it. So I think that's how the Yankees look at this. And you know how it is, Clay. The Yankees have an arrogance about them. This is the first decade that they've ever gone without winning a World Series. So for them, just getting to an ALCS isn't good enough. You know, getting to a World Series isn't good enough. It's all about winning for them. And they needed to get an ace. They haven't had one for a couple of, you know, for a while now. And I think this kind of solidifies them as a team to beat in the AL. Do you? I was when I saw this number. I mean, the numbers just kind of jump out at you. I think it's three hundred and twenty-four million nine Incredible. years, three hundred and twenty-four million, uh, a thirty-six million per year contract. Do you think that we will be alive for a billion-dollar athletic contract? Because when you see a number like you know three hundred and twenty-four uh, million dollars, I mean, effectively he's getting a third of a billion dollars 
for just nine years of his career. You know, I mean, this may be basically the the rest of his career. Uh, but I mean, it's kind of wild to think about. And and I was already I was like, do you think we'll see a billion dollar contract in our sports lives? And I think the answer is yes. Like somebody will make a billion dollars, like a ten year one billion dollar deal. It might be twenty five years from now, but I think it'll happen. Yes, I was going to say, if you're asking me, if, do you hope that I live for a long time? Yes. Yeah, the answer to that is absolutely yes. And I think we will see that. You know, I, I would think the sport could be soccer, perhaps, you know, with some of these teams, you know, Barcelona, Real yeah, Madrid. Right. A, a, it could be a team like that. I remember, I'm old enough to remember when Jerry Buss had offered Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson turned it down, but it was like a 25 year, $25 million contract. And I remember at the time thinking, Magic Johnson is going to make a million dollars a year for 25 years. I was, like, blown away by that. I remember back in, was it 92, the Mets signed Bobby Bonilla for yeah. five years, $25 million. I remember thinking, it's, this is, like, completely nuts. The guy's going to get that much money over, over five years. And now it's just, I mean, the guy's getting nine years, 324, and that's not even the biggest. The biggest is Bryce Harper's. Yeah. From last year, this is the second biggest contract. It is just off the charts what these guys can make. That's why, listen, you and I both love football. But you know, if you're so athletic and if you could play either basketball or baseball, yeah. just in terms of like your financial, you know, and your physical feeling, health, it's. I mean, it's nuts. I mean, Garrett Cole, Clay is going to work once every five days. He's not even an everyday player. And he's getting nine years through 24. Yeah, I think I saw somebody break down the salary and say it's $9,000 per pitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, on <laughs> average, for the next nine years, he's going to make $9,000 every time he throws a baseball. It, it's like what you guys are paying me every time I come on the Yeah, show. right. Kind of like uh, no, Garrett Cole. It's not no a bad kidding. Deal. Uh, all right, so the Garrett Cole deal is crazy and insane how much money it is. Uh, is it crazy and insane that the Jets, who have won, to be fair, four of their last five games, now the clunker you have to toss in there uh, amidst that four of the five, is I think the Bengals loss. So there has been a lot of up and down. But the Bengals are, I believe, the second biggest underdog of the season in the NFL as they go on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. How many points would you need to take the Jets? They're 16.5-point underdogs right now. You know what? I would actually consider it just because I wonder how Lamar Jackson is feeling. I mean, I give yeah. the guy credit. He wants to be out there. He wants to play. But the fact that he has had a quad injury, he's probably thinking about the big picture here, about being healthy for the playoffs. Does that mean that he's going to run a little bit less? Yeah. Because that's really what, that's exactly what we talked about to open. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny, too. Like, Lamar Jackson, after you know, the, the week one, when he had like the he had the great game, and everyone said, "Well, oh, you know, everyone he he had the comment, well, pretty good for a running back." No, he's a very good quarterback, but still, when he's at his best, is when he's running. Yeah, there's no question about that. You know, it, that's what mixes up. You know, that he's so versatile, could throw the ball and run. I just wonder if he's going to kind of dial that back a little bit and just be a passer. The issue with the Jets is, I think a bunch of their guys aren't playing. I don't think Jamal Adams is going to be playing in the game, so you know they're not healthy either. But I still might take that. I just don't think – I think he, 
when it comes to running the ball, I don't think he's going to be as daring. I don't think he's going to be as willing. I think that he's thinking, you know what? I got to start getting ready here for the playoffs, and maybe he won't be as aggressive. Both are going to win. I think the Jets could cover though. Yesterday, I believe it was, we put up a poll question, and it was almost exactly even. Uh, I think the final results were 51% saying one thing, 49% saying the other. And the question was, who was dumber? Le'Veon Bell for not playing, having the flu, and going out bowling from 10.30 to 1 a.m. in public, obviously, or the Patriots for their filming situation of the Bengals' sideline. Which one do you think is dumber? I would say the Le'Veon Bell, just because the Patriots had to get a credential to get in the building. So yeah. people knew that there was going to be a camera crew in there, and I still, I still don't think it's that big of a deal. And even the Le'Veon Bell situation... I get it. You're allowed to kind of live your life, but you know my thing is, you know, he w- if he had played in the football game, he would not be the first football player in history to play when he's not feeling well, right. either have an injury or to have the flu. So you had the flu, but you still went bowling because you wanted to go bowling. You could have played in the game. You clearly didn't want to play in the game. So I'm not going to tell him that. Well, you have to be quarantined if you're sick. But also, did you see the interview with him? He was just kind of laughing about it, yeah. which I thought was a really bad look. And whenever I see Le'Veon Bell, I'm not trying to sit here and tell you that he's not a good player, but whenever I see Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, I just think of like Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers, like an organization that has kind of – they're not a great team every year, but their organization has a kind of way of doing things. I think they've only had three head coaches in their history. And I just think about those guys kind of not fitting in there anymore and them wanting to leave – on their own, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are kind of, you know, back in a position where they could be a playoff team. Le'Veon Bell's on a crappy Jets team. Antonio Brown's not even in the league this year. You know, so, like, they kind of, their shenanigans are, you know, you look at them and you're like, man, you're such a good player, but why are you, like, involved in this nonsense? And here's the Pittsburgh Steelers back to being a playoff team. I, I, thought, I, I thought it was a bad look. For, I'm not going to sit here and say you have to stay in your house because you're sick. My biggest thing was if you wanted to play in the football game, you would have played. You wanted to go bowling, and you went bowling. Yeah, here's what I would say. I mean, I think there's a lot of parents out there who feel the same way. If you're so sick that you can't go to school, I'm not going to take you to the movies, right? Like yeah. if my if, this morning, if I go downstairs and one of my kids, who uh, I've got a sixth grader and a third grader, is like rolling around in bed and they're like, oh, I'm so sick, like I don't feel well. Like I'm not a parent who's like, Hey, every day you have to be at school. I trust my kids, uh, for better or worse. They probably Ferris Bueller me occasionally, right? But, uh, but if they say they're super sick and you know, like they don't look healthy, then then I will buy into the fact that they might be sick. But I'm not not then going to be like, okay, you can sit around and you get to play video games all day. Like you have to stay in your bed and you have to sleep and you have to behave in a way that a sick person would. And you certainly don't get to go to the movies, you know, and like go spend your day like you're 100% healthy. And so if that's the rule, and I bet, you know, 95% of parents who are starting off their morning listening to us are nodding along saying, yeah, that's kind of my rule when the kid is sick. Like they don't get to do the things that they would ordinarily want to do if they were not sick, right? I mean, it's not a, a day out of school where you get to just go have an awesome time. And so that to me is just wild also, that Le'Veon Bell wouldn't recognize, I don't know about you, but you do television, right? I guarantee you think like me sometimes. If you're out at a bar or you're out at a restaurant, I'm like a D-list celebrity at best, EF, whatever you want to put me on. 
you're not, you know, uh, Brad Pitt or, you know, Denzel Washington yourself in terms of like everybody noticing when you walk by. Exactly. But I bet you think when you're out in public, hey, that person may pay attention to what I'm doing and you make sure that you're comporting yourself in some exactly. way such that if there's a video taken of you or a picture taken of you or whatever else, you're not going to be embarrassing the people you work with or work for. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, a couple of things, too, about Le'Veon Bell. Like, you think about, I mean, I hate to be this guy, but do you think like Walter Payton, if yeah. you ever had the flu, wasn't going to play in a game with the Bears, but he was going to show up bowling? Yeah. And I, and I also think this, I think that you and I have talked a bunch about how the media has changed and even fans have changed. I think 10, definitely 20 years ago, there would be a bigger outrage over this that like, man, this guy like isn't going to play in a game, but he's yeah. going to show up bowling and his attitude is going to be the laugh about it and talk about the high score that he's at. But I think people have changed. People are like, yeah, why can't he do that? Big deal. So what? He didn't want to play in the game. It's just amazing how, how just kind of like, I think the attitudes towards players have changed. I think the players probably think, oh, the, the fans and the media, they don't like us as much as they used to. I kind of think it's the other way around. I think we give all these guys like a pass. I mean, remember Michael Jordan in the NBA Finals game had to be carried off the court by Scottie Pippen. Now, was Michael Jordan maybe embellishing to enhance the yeah. story and the legacy of Jordan? Perhaps, but he was sick that day, and he went out there and played. Again, because he wanted to play. Do you want to play, yes or no? And we know the sport that I cover a lot, the NBA, a lot of times the players don't want to play, and they don't play. Yeah, and speaking of the NBA, we talked last week about Adam Silver and the NBA ratings collapsing and all of the issues that that league has, and Adam Silver came out and addressed it, and I think they're starting to get a little bit nervous about this, right? Whenever the league starts to address it, Mark Cuban said, well, it's because people don't watch cable as much as they used to. I, I, I saw this stat, and I thought, you know, we talked a lot about NBA versus NFL back during the Colin Kaepernick protests, and everybody was like, oh, the NFL uh, is under such trouble. This is from Mike Mulvihill, who works at Fox Sports, and I was like, man, this is uh, a lot of details uh, that he put out there, and I just want to hit you with all of this because NBA people are like, oh, well, you know, sports are under siege. People aren't watching uh, things as much as they used to. Here is from Mike Mulvihill, who's one of the smartest guys at Fox Sports. He tweeted this, uh, I think it was yesterday, Quick snapshot of the state of sports TV. NBC hits $1 billion in Olympic ad sales. Super Bowl ads sold out pre-Thanksgiving. NFL viewership up on Fox, CBS, NBC, and ESPN. College football viewership up on Fox, ABC, CBS. Dallas, New England, five-year NFL Sunday high. The Southeastern Conference hit a 29-year high uh, for its television package. Now, all of those things are going up, right? Even as cord cutting is going on, even as people have all these different entertainment options, even as I last night was like, hey, do I want to watch college football or college basketball or succession? And I'm like, in years past, I might have watched college basketball. Instead, I watched succession. Um, That kind of characterizes the NBA, I think, a little bit more. It's not just that the NBA is going down. It's that I just hit you with a huge series of, of football ratings as well uh, as the strength of uh, the, the, the the Olympics and everything else that are surging, that kind of undercuts the NBA's argument that it's partly just a societal shift. Yeah, and I think you know Mark Cuban also talked about the NFL being on uh, broadcast television, television and, and, and broadcast. It's available but they're up everyone. on ESPN, which is where ESPN yeah. also has a lot of the NBA. 
But but Clay, if NBA games on in you know October, November, December, except for maybe the Christmas games, are on broadcast uh, television, I don't think they're going to get great. <laughs> yeah. like NFL. I don't think people they're, are they're watching those get... either. Yeah. And, and, Adam and, the, and let me say this, not... by the way, people get distracted because there's so much noise out there. They're not comparing the NBA to broadcast television. They're comparing the NBA ratings on TNT in October and November and December to the ratings that are on TNT yes. and, NBC and, and ESPN at the same time. In other words, they're comparing cable with cable. So the numbers are down 15% suddenly, and it's not like cord cutting just started. Well, I remember you talking about it when it happened. I think LeBron James going to the Lakers was it was great for the Lakers, but yeah. it's it's not good because in the East, you know, a lot of his games everybody are goes late. to bed. So, yeah, so we'll see what happens Friday because it's LeBron going back to Miami. Miami's what yet to lose a home game. There was a little buzz around the Miami Heat. You know, we also got to get these little punks to start we'll stop watching games on their phone and start watching <laughs> on TV because these guys are messing with my livelihood. I think that has had something to do with. I also think player empowerment. You know, I, that's great for the players. But I don't think it's helped the NBA, like yeah. all this kind of like movement. I think that's turned off a lot of fans. And I'll say it again. When it comes down to load management, like maybe it doesn't hurt that particular game, but I think the message that the players have kind of sent to the fans is that the regular season really doesn't matter, folks. And guess what? I think they're starting to convince the fans of that. And they're thinking kind of like the way hockey is, well, wake me up in April when everything starts, and I'll start watching in April, May, and June. And I think, I think that's a big Big problem for the NBA. The NFL, when it plays, it has an event kind of feel to it. Yeah. When LSU is playing Alabama, all week long, it's gearing up to that, and it has an event feel. There's not enough games. Like the Christmas games will have an event kind of feel to them because there is a little buildup, but there's just not enough. There's so many games that it just doesn't have that kind of feel to it. Which is why I think a lot of fans sort of consider the Christmas Day games to be the tip-off of the NBA season. 100%. Because at that point, you've got – whatever it is, 50 games left roughly. And that's still a lot of basketball games, but it's the same kind of feel where, okay, well now we can kind of look down the line and see how these final 50 go. Uh, so we had a unanimous decision. I'm curious if you're going to make it six. Uh, I went around the horn for everybody who works on the show and everybody took the Jets plus 16 and a half. Would you be on the Jets 16 and a half officially uh, if you had to bet tonight? I'm, I'm going to take that. I think they can keep. Well, we know that the Jets can kick field goals, so that's a good thing. <laughs> so I'm going to keep. I'm going to. I'm going to take the 16. I think they could keep it close. But Clay, like I, you, I've mentioned to you, this to you before. I mean, we got two of everything in New York. How bad are like our two football teams? I don't even think if you put the two of them together, they would be a playoff team. I mean, is, they're so boring. You know, we get those games because I'm living in the New York area. Yeah, we get those games every weekend. They're they're unwatchable the Jet and Giant games. You know, that that is something that I do think the NFL needs to address going forward is the, the game has strong regional television bias that you have to watch the teams that are local to you. But I think a lot of times, like New York right now, but also in L.A., you know, L.A.'s got two teams now. And I spent a lot of time out there on the weekends for years. And before they got the two teams, you used to be able to get the best game all over the NFL, right? So people in L.A. got used to, hey, I'm going to get to watch the best games. And now you get the Chargers or you get the Rams and you might rather be watching other teams play. I think there are a lot of people all over the country that would rather get the good game than get the one geographically connected to them. Yeah, and we got lucky in New York because they did give us San Francisco and the Saints last weekend, which was that, that was a very good game. How bad was the guy, the, the free safety on the the Saints, Gardner Johnson? How Every like third 
and one or fourth down play. He kept making a mistake. He kept getting a penalty. He he missed the tackle on Kittle's play on the fourth and one. Yeah, he had the, the he had the, the uh, dirty hit that 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 gave them another first down. That poor guy, man. He he completely lost the game for that. A rough one. That was a hell of a game. The game of the year and the play of the year, maybe by George Kittle. Uh, outstanding yeah. stuff as always. Frank Isola at the Frank Isola. You can listen to him on SiriusXM. You can watch him on ESPN. You can read him at the Athletic. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy I appreciate all of you who listen on 300-plus stations all over the, the nation. I think we're in all 50 states, satellite radio, however you get the, the show. But the podcast continues to grow pretty substantially. And uh, Danny G, you dove into the no- numbers in November. Every month we're setting more and more uh, of these highlights and more and more of these records. Where were people listening the most? On the outside of the top 20 looking in, I wanted to mention Las Vegas, Seattle, Omaha, Orlando, and Indy. They're all just outside the top 20. So here we go. I'll run 20 to number one here for you. Let's do, let's do like, uh, give me, what time? Would we have all the way down? I guess we can go. Yeah. Uh, you got time. All I right, go fast. Here. All yeah. right, ready? Here we go. New York, New York, Austin, Texas, Phoenix, Arizona, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Clifton, New Jersey. That's interesting. I don't. That must be. That, that's always interesting how stuff like that happens. Yeah. That must be. I'm assuming Clifton, New Jersey, is part of the the uh, New York. Uh, is that is that a Philly area? I wonder, or if that's. Uh, I'm not sure on Clifton. We need to look that up. Yeah. Right. Okay. Denver, Colorado. Memphis, Tennessee. St. Louis, Missouri. San Antonio, Texas. Cincinnati, Ohio. Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Charlotte, North Carolina. Atlanta, Georgia. Birmingham, Alabama. Chicago, Illinois. L.A. Houston, Texas. Knoxville, Tennessee, Dallas, Texas, and of course, usually number one with the downloads, Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, Nashville, where I did local sports talk radio for four or five years, and obviously uh, my hometown. So the top five again was what? Top five. Here we go. L.A., Houston, Knoxville, Dallas, Nashville. Interesting. Uh, well, we appreciate you listening wherever you may be across the entire uh, you know landscape of the country. What about foreign countries? I need to get you to look that up. Remember we looked those up once before? That's right. I'll do uh, that. I know we have a lot of soldiers, actually, who are listening uh, overseas because we kind of represent a, uh, a little taste of home. Uh, so we appreciate all of you, especially as it gets closer and closer to uh, the holiday season. But when we come back, we will continue to roll through Hour 2. We're going to be joined by Chris Mannix again. He was over in Saudi Arabia for the big boxing match this weekend. We'll see if he's adjusted and what that experience was like for Joshua Ruiz over there. Plus, we'll talk to him a little bit about the NBA and whether or not he believes that the ratings are a significant issue going forward. And then in Hour 3, Dr. David Chow at Pro Football Doc for the latest on health-related issues as we head into NFL week 15 uh, with the first game of the uh, NFL week coming up the Jets on the road against the Ravens and worth mentioning that Lamar Jackson does not appear to be 100% healthy be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern 3 a.m. Pacific I am in what I would call I think I don't think this is an exaggeration a high-end fantasy football league 
the buy-in is $5,000. And there are 12 of us, meaning the prize pool, for those of you good at math, is $60,000. And I am now into the final four of that fantasy football league. And I'm going up against Todd Furman, ironically enough, who is uh, on Lock It In television show with me, 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, 2.30 Mountain, 1.30 Pacific every single day on FS1. And I've got a really intriguing decision to make. So my team, I would say, has, has been beset with injuries off and on. I've kind of fought my way through. And I am the underdog in this game. He's got Lamar Jackson going tonight. And if anybody who's had played against teams with Lamar Jackson on them this year. Uh, they have, you know, absolutely dominated. So as a result, I've been trying to jump around from one quarterback to another. And I now have three quarterbacks on my roster. I need a massive game from a quarterback. And here are my three options with, like I said, $15,000 minimum at stake. If I beat Todd Furman, I guarantee myself this week $15,000. And I will play next week for the league championship when I could win $30,000. So second place, the way the money goes is first place gets thirty grand, second place gets fifteen grand, third place, and there's a third place game, gets ten grand, fourth place gets five grand. So I've locked in that I'm going to get my money back. There are 12 of us in the league. So worst case scenario, I'm going to come in fourth. But if I win this game, I will triple my money and potentially six times my money. So and the, the crew here is incentivized because I have said that part of their Christmas bonus will be directly attributable to how I end up doing in fantasy football. The better I do, the better their bonus is, all right? So I asked you guys a question on Twitter, but I want to get everybody else's opinion on the show too. Brain trust talk here. I have three quarterbacks on my roster, and again, I've added a couple of quarterbacks in for the playoff run because I wasn't that confident in the in the guy that I had, who was Jimmy G. All right, so Jimmy G was my quarterback. I dropped Philip Rivers, who was my quarterback early in the year. I picked him back up, and I've also added Ryan Tannehill. So I have to choose one of these three guys. Jimmy G, the 49ers are playing against the Falcons. Phillip Rivers, uh, the Chargers are playing against the Vikings, or Ryan Tannehill, the Titans are playing against the Texans. Those are my three options. What would you suggest, Danny G? For research, I was going through all the comments underneath your vote on Twitter last night. Party at the Moon Tower says, Tannehill for upside, Jimmy G if you want to play it safe, Rivers for misery. <laughs> and C.T. Sparrow said, Clay, if you're projected to lose, start Tannehill. If your team is solid, Jimmy G. If you're into charity, Phillip Rivers. I think we kind of got to go with Tannehill here for the win. Yeah, I'm going to bring in the crew and see what everybody else thinks too. Uh, Tannehill has been on fire, uh, both rushing and throwing the quarterback, passing the, the ball. I mean, as a quarterback, he's been about as good as you can get. My concern is that it might just come up craps. You know, like at some point he's going to have – 
a mediocre to bad game, and with $15,000 on the line, this would be a tough time for it to happen. And let's pray that Lamar Jackson only plays a half. Yeah, I, wa- I want for uh, the uh, the Baltimore Ravens to come out, get up like 28 to nothing, score four rushing touchdowns, none of to passing or touchdowns uh, from Lamar Jackson, and then pull him to make sure that he's healthy so Todd Furman is in rough shape because obviously Lamar has a lot of projected points uh, in our matchup. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy final Thursday night football game of the NFL season happening tonight. The Jets on the road against the Ravens. The Ravens are nearly a 17-point favorite, which is a massive favorite in NFL circles. Basically, unless you were the early season Miami Dolphins, nobody has been a bigger favorite than this all season long. So the question is, how will Lamar Jackson handle what might be a relatively minor injury or could turn into a more substantial quad injury. How will the Ravens handle it? Will they have him run less? Will they play him fewer snaps? Uh, All of those major concerns. If you're out there and you are contemplating gambling, you should know that everybody on the show has said 16.5 points seems like a lot with a gimpy Lamar Jackson. And so... The question is, what will happen tonight in Thursday Night Football? Bigger picture, larger NFL uh, context. If the Ravens win this game, if the Ravens win this game, they only need to win one of their final two to lock up home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs. So right now, the Ravens have a one and a half game lead over the, uh, the New England Patriots. If they win this game, and again, they're nearly 17-point favorites to do so, then all they will have to do is go out and they will have to beat uh, one of the final two teams, right? They'll have to go out and they will have to beat either the Steelers for the final week of the season. Uh, I think they play against the Browns on the road against the Browns, if I'm not mistaken. And then they close with, uh, with the Steelers, okay? So they've already lost to the Browns once. They lost to the Browns at home. They have to go on the road against the Browns in the next to last weekend of the season. That's next week. But if they can win this game, they only have to win one of the final two and they will be the number one overall seed in the AFC playoffs because they have the tie break over the Patriots and because right now they have a one-game lead in the loss column. Patriots are 10-3. and three. Ravens are 11-2. and two. If they end up with the same record, Ravens have the tie break. So they have a a one-and-a-half game lead with three to go. Win this one, and you have a a one-and-a-half game lead with two to go. So I bring that up because it could be significant in this respect. Right now, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the number six overall seed in the AFC playoffs. If the Pittsburgh Steelers are able to continue to win, they might get a break, even if Eddie Garcia doesn't want to acknowledge it or contemplate it because he doesn't want to root for the Baltimore Ravens they might get a break because you expect that the Ravens would rest most of their starters in the final week of the season if they are able to go ahead and lock up the number one overall seed in the playoffs. That could be significant because otherwise the Steelers would be, I would think, a six or seven point underdog on the road against the Ravens in Baltimore to finish out the season. And that could be big in terms of the Steelers' playoff chances. So 
that is where we are as we get ready for Thursday night football. Worth mentioning, because I think a lot of people have not really paid attention to it. The Jets have won four of their last five. Their defense has been playing decently. But the one loss that the Jets have in their last five games is they lost to the Bengals. And the only win the Bengals have all year is the Jets. So that is, it's hard to buy into the Jets that much. Obviously, the drama surrounding the Jets has been sometimes ridiculous, sometimes funny. Uh, You had Sam Darnold out with Mono and the most recent drama surrounding the Jets. We talked about a lot on the show yesterday, which is Le'Veon Bell uh, being out for the game but uh, because he had the flu, but yet healthy enough to go out and bowl from 10.30 to to, to 1 a.m. in a public bowling alley. Uh, So, a couple of things here. Uh, In addition to this game and having to decide how in the world do you bet it, with the line approaching the Ravens being a 17-point favorite, I am going, so we finished off hour two, I am competing against Todd Furman in a expensive high-end fantasy football league. $5,000 buy-in, there are 12 of us in it, lots of media people in it, by the way, uh, $60,000 total prize package, uh, $30,000 for the winner, $15,000 second place, uh, 10000 for third place, 5000 you basically get your money back for fourth place. So I'm in the semifinals. If I beat Todd Furman, my co-host on Lock It In, if I beat Todd Furman, I guarantee myself $15,000 and put myself in position to win thirty, which would be nice because I lost nearly $30,000 last year in that Saints game uh, against the Rams. So this would be a, uh, this would be a good spot to be. Uh, but... I have to make a decision. Who should I start at quarterback? And also, I have to hope that Lamar Jackson doesn't have another incredible game because that is Todd Furman's quarterback. And my choices, Danny G just weighed in in the last segment. He thinks that I should go with Ryan Tannehill. I've got three quarterbacks. I've stocked my roster. I'm the underdog in this game. Jimmy G, who's been my quarterback for much of the year. Phillip Rivers, who has been my quarterback for much of the year as well. And my recent addition, Ryan Tannehill, which of those three should I play? Uh, one vote from Danny G for Tannehill. And if you're wondering why the crew should care, I am attaching their Christmas bonus to partly how I do in this league. The better I do, the more money they get. So they have an incentive here as well. Uh, Dub, what would you suggest? Well, my head is telling me Ryan Tannehill. And basically, it's because the 49ers match up with the Falcons. I'm concerned that the 49ers run game is just going to take advantage of this matchup and dominate the game clock and Jimmy G may not put up as many points as one might think and Tannehill you got to ride the heat wave and he is hot so I think you just ride him one more time because this Texans defense has not looked very good in recent weeks so I think Tannehill is the guy this week all right what about you Eddie yeah I would have to agree um I also think Tannehill because of his uh, ability to use his legs, possibly, to uh, get points and maybe even score. Jimmy G doesn't give you that at all. Certainly, uh, Phillip Rivers doesn't. No, I wouldn't. No, Phillip is not in consideration for this. Don't tell my wife that, but uh, yes. as a Charger fan. But yeah, it's uh, I, I would go Tannehill as well. So one advantage that I have is because he's got Lamar Jackson playing on Thursday night, I get an early read on exactly. You know, it, it's not 100%, right? There's a lot of other players that are involved. But I feel like when you have a Thursday night game and one guy you're going up against has a substantial portion of his uh, you know, offensive repertoire on display on a Thursday night game, 
you get a little bit of a read about how aggressive you need to be, right? Because it's I think, like you won the coin toss in a college yeah, football overtime. Yeah, that's 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 exactly that's a great analogy. I get to see whether or not he posts the touchdown or the field goal, or even better, gets a turnover, and can see how aggressive I need to be. Because I think Jimmy G is the low risk option here because I do think the Falcons defense is going to give up a lot of points the question is how will those points be scored and I do think Ryan Tannehill is a more risky option uh going forward but I also think he has a higher reward what would you say Roberto well I'm a former fantasy league champion from last year (laughs) Tannehill gotta go with Tannehill man that Ravens defense I mean that uh Texas defense is not that good and and uh, and then you got Tannehill playing. Yeah, and I feel like the Titans are going to come out and just be. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge game at home for and, the Titans. And he's been hot, man. So you got to go with Tannehill and ride the hot hand. Yeah, and he's at home, so go with Tannehill. And they also get, like Eddie said, you get you can also get touchdowns by ruining the ball in, in the end zone, also. Yeah, they have I, to. It is. I I think that's the way I'm I'm leaning. And by the way, seventeen thousand people voted in our poll question because I went ahead and put it up yesterday. Um, and uh, the breakdown was 50% of you said Tannehill, 43% of you said Jimmy G, only 7% of you went with Phillip Rivers, and it's amazing because that was just Phillip Rivers' kids uh, that were voting. So Now uh, let me ask you this. If Lamar Jackson just has a so-so scoring performance as far as fantasy goes, want to play it safe with Jimmy G? I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait just yeah. see exactly what the, – the other thing I'm a little bit concerned about is um, – Derrick Henry did not practice on Wednesday. That hammy. Yeah, and so you watch that game against the Raiders. I'm a little bit concerned about – I've got Derrick Henry on my team as well, but I'm a little bit concerned as you look forward, like how much is that hamstring going to hamper him down the stretch run here? I actually even think that if the Titans – and I'm not sure – that I haven't heard anybody else say this, but just kind of looking at the schedule, it wouldn't stun me. The Titans desperately need to beat the Texans because they want to win their division. But if they beat the Texans, it wouldn't stun me if they set Derrick Henry for the game against the Saints to try to have him back healthy for the final game against the Texans. Is that a crazy thought? If he's got a hamstring issue and you're worried about whether or not he's going to be able to get healthy and you know you're going to need him in the playoffs, right, 100%. Is it pot? I guess you could. There's two ways of thinking about it, right? Because you could be like, hey, if you beat the Saints, maybe you don't need to even play the final week of the regular season, depending on what happens with the Texans. I think he's going to play this weekend, but if if he plays this weekend, is it possible it's smart to sit him for the game against the Saints and be able to bring him back for the Texans again, hopefully uh, almost near 100% healthy? Yeah, that makes sense. And you also. Have to wonder if that means Tannehill will throw the ball even, even more. more. Right. Yeah. That's but so you know that play that I'm talking about against you guys. Derrick Henry got to the second level. Yeah, he was gliding. The Raiders. Yeah, yeah, it looked like his legs weren't even moving all the way because he was running on one hamstring. Yeah, he got like the 24 yard run, and if he were 100 percent healthy, I think he would have kicked it into the next gear and maybe scored on that play. When he got to the second level, he just didn't go ahead and accelerate full throttle like he usually does. I mean, this is a dude who, when he gets going, is almost as fast as anybody in the entire league. Uh, you know, they they have that uh, ability to time people based on the chips in their pads or whatever else to see how many miles per hour they hit. And Derrick Henry is one of the fastest players in the entire NFL when he hits his full stride, but he just didn't hit the next button. Now, 
they were already up. I think the Titans were like 14 points at that time or whatever. And uh, But he got pulled out of the game and he didn't play again after that. And so I do wonder a little bit. He didn't practice on Wednesday. What, what if anything, his restrictions are going to be in this upcoming game? And the reason why you, Tannehill might throw it more then, but also he might be a lot less effective because one reason why Tannehill has been so effective is because Derrick yeah. Henry has gone for, I think, four straight games of 150-plus total yards uh, from the line of scrimmage. So uh, that's both passing and running. Uh, over 100 yards rushing every time. The play-action game works so well because of the threat that he brings to bear. And your backup is Deion Lewis, right? Yeah, there's a big drop-off yeah, to Deion sure Lewis. Is. I mean, the Titans drastically overpaid Deion Lewis. But, I mean, look, he's a uh, he's a good back out of uh, out of the backfield. I mean, I don't think there's any way to, uh, to doubt that, like from a screen game perspective. But you can't really – I mean, there's no comparison between he and Derrick Henry in terms of being able to hammer – them with the rock kind of from that perspective so anyway that's a big decision a lot riding on this and tonight puts even more emphasis on us watching the game to see what lamar jackson does that's right because you guys have a vested interest in this uh as well be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app earlier in the show uh first of all we want to thank all you guys for uh listening to the show uh, but Danny G went through, uh, ran through the most popular download markets for the Outkick podcast. And by the way, the Outkick podcast is killing it thanks to you guys. A lot of you can't listen to the entire show. You want to go back and make sure you didn't miss anything. Um, and we have, uh, like just off the top here, Nashville, Dallas, Knoxville, Houston, L.A., Chicago, Birmingham, Atlanta, Charlotte, uh, Cincinnati, San Antonio, St. Louis, Memphis, Denver, uh, Minneapolis, Phoenix, Austin, New York, uh, Indy, Orlando, Omaha, Seattle. That's like the in Las Vegas. Uh, that's like the top twenty-five uh, ish markets of where you guys are downloading from. So thanks yep. to everybody out there who does it. But there was one place we didn't really know. Number 16 on the list. Yeah, and this actually bumps up New York City pretty substantially on the list overall because it sounds like Clifton, New Jersey is maybe a place where people download that it registers for the New York City area. Yeah, you thought maybe it was closer to Philly, but it's actually actually 10 miles west of New York. About 100,000 people live there, Passaic County. David Chase, the creator of Sopranos, was born there. And shot tons of scenes for the show right there in his hometown. Yeah, so I think sometimes it's interesting the way these things show up as where they're being downloaded. So uh, to me, that's uh, New York City, basically. We'll roll it all in um, because I've seen that before with even Google Analytics on my website, outkickthecoverage.com, outkick.com. Sometimes it's interesting to see where people are coming in from. I like to see the data, and, uh, and that's interesting. So anyway, the point is here, October and November, two biggest download months we've ever had for the podcast. That's uh, continuing to uh, to be a big driver for us. And so thank you to everybody out there who's downloading. And if you haven't, you can easily download the podcast, search out OutKick or my name, Clay Travis, and you will see uh, an ease with which you can add that to your phone so you can listen at your convenience. And Danny G and crew are getting the podcast up fast, usually within about 30 minutes of when the uh, when the show actually finishes it will be up for the entire three hours to be downloaded. So uh, that's 9.30 Eastern, 
8.30 Central, 7.30 Mountain, and uh, 6.30 a.m. Pacific. You can get the whole thing right there. Uh, Okay, so tonight's game between the Ravens and the Jets. The Jets going on the road uh, against the Ravens. The line right around 17. And this is significant in the larger picture because if the Ravens win this game, they only need to win one of their final two games. They need to beat the Browns or the Steelers if they can win this game and they will be the number one overall seed. There's also some issues, although Dr. Chow, who you just heard with us, said it doesn't sound like Lamar Jackson has got a substantial quad injury, but there's at least a little something to be concerned about there, and the show is uniformly on the Jets because the Jets, while they were an embarrassment early in the year, have won four out of five. Now, the downside is on those four out of five victories, the one loss who to come against the Bengals. So uh, this is not a uh, this is not an ideal scenario. Uh, the Jets haven't been that explosive offensively, but their defense has been decent. This will be, I think, the final Thursday night game of the year, of course, but also one of those games where you'll have a sense whether or not it's worth even watching beyond uh, the first or second quarter, based on how this game starts out. If the Ravens come out and take care of business early. I think there's a good chance they could cover this in the first half, and the score could be something like 21-3 to at the half, and effectively it'll already be decided. But if Lamar Jackson's quad is a little bit more significant than maybe we've been given reason to anticipate, and he is not running around and making plays like he has so far this season, maybe the Jets can keep it remotely close and find a way uh, to make this a game into the third and the fourth quarter. This obviously is for, we talked a lot about Lamar Jackson, but for Sam Darnold, who the last time he performed in a major game, I think we found out he was seeing ghosts against uh, the New England Patriots. This is an opportunity for Sam Darnold to demonstrate in year two, hey, I'm not a disaster, wave at everybody kind of and give them an indication that year three might be better because it has been a tough year for Sam Darnold with uh, the combination of the mono and the seeing ghosts audio that went out for Monday Night Football when the Jets got absolutely destroyed and dominated by the Patriots. So this is Sam Darnold's opportunity to come back and demonstrate that he is a future star in the NFL still And this is really the last time that most of the nation will pay attention to the Jets uh, for the remainder of this year. So I do think those are some uh, subplots worth paying attention to as we come down the stretch run of the NFL season. Also, if you need other reason to to pay attention, I'm in a $15,000 fantasy football league. I need Lamar Jackson to not have that great of a game because I'm going up against Todd Furman, who has him. Look forward to seeing you guys later in the day on FS1. Lock it in, 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central, 2.30 Mountain, 1.30 Pacific. Download the podcast. Thanks for all the support you guys have been giving us. Hope all of you have a fantastic Thursday, wherever you may be, across the country or around the world. This has been OutKick. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.